الحمد لله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره نعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله I bear witness that there is no one we worship but Allah our sustainer our creator, our master, our cherisher, the one who has sent us in this world for a very short time and an appointed time. And after that time is up, we will all be returning to Allah. Every second, every minute, every day, every year, we're returning to Allah. La sharika lak. We do not associate any partner with Allah. There's no one we worship but Allah. There is no one else we unconditionally obey but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam is the final messenger of Allah. Qala Allah ta'ala ba'da abu billahi minash shaitan ar-rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Inna al-lazina amanu wa al-lazina hajaru wa jahadu fi sabilillah. Ulaika yarjuna rahmat Allah. Wallahu ghafoorur raheem As for those, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna alladheena amanu As for those who believe, me and you, we also believe, right? Allah is saying something about a very special group of people. Allah is saying, as for those who believe, and those who migrated, hajaru, who migrated, the Prophet sallallahu and the Sahaba when they left Makkah, and they left their home, and left their culture, and for some of them, they left their entire life savings, their businesses, their friends, a lot of them, their families, and they uprooted their entire home, entire life as they knew it. And they got up and they had to leave, and they had to go to a new place that they didn't know anyone there, or pretty much nobody there, maybe just a few people that became Muslim. And they were trying to go to a new place to establish a community for the sake of Allah. But that migration, that hijrah, it was not an easy thing. It was a difficult thing. And Allah is saying, So they had to struggle. They had to do jihad. What does jihad mean? To strive, to struggle, to make a lot of effort in Allah's path. They are the ones, they were looking forward to Allah's mercy. Wallahu kafuru rahim. And those who strive, those who migrate, those who do good, Allah's forgiveness and mercy is waiting for them. Allah's mercy and forgiveness is for those people. So I want to reflect with all of you. What is today's date? What is today's date? So today's date, I wish I could I could get some answers, but because it's khutbah, so just for you to reflect, we, we know that today is September, whatever the today's date is, right? So what is that date in the Islamic calendar? So it is something that we don't always know, something that we don't always follow, right? So today is Safar, the month of Safar, which is the second month in the Islamic calendar, Safar 16, and this is the new Hijri year. New Islamic year, 1443. And 1443 years ago, 
The Prophet and the Sahaba, they, they made the first hijrah. They made that hijrah, which was, you know, that hijrah for the Prophet from Mecca to Medina. So every year, when we celebrate the new year, when we think about the beginning of new year, when we think about the spirit of hijrah, when we think about the spirit of that migration of the Prophet from Mecca to Medina, what is, how do we, how do we understand that spirit of hijrah? How do we migrate? How do we celebrate that move? Or how do we even understand the spirit of that move between Mecca and Medina? What does hijrah mean, guys? What does hijrah mean? The Arabic language, hijrah, it comes from the root word hajara, ha, jim, and ra. And literally it means journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a migration. It's exodus. It's a journey. And it is the action, hijrah is an action that involves major change. Tremendous sacrifice, intense exertion, energy, resources. It is a process that involves discomfort, a lot of risks and hazards. Like the Prophet and Abu Bakr who they left their home. In the modern day context, when those Syrian refugees they are fleeing their homes and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to cross the, the sea. And they're taking all these danger to try to migrate to a place that can be better for their families. Prophet and the Sahaba, they made that hijrah. And those who made that hijrah, and they went through all that sacrifice to leave everything they knew, to go and try to do something better for, this, for themselves, so that they could practice Islam without people attacking them. They could be Muslims without people bullying them. They could be Muslims without people killing some of their companions, boycotting them. And right before hijrah, that they were boycotted for a few years to the point that Khadija عنها, who was the wife of the Prophet and the Prophet loved her so much she was malnourished in the boycott of Shurib Abu Talib and she was, she was you know, so sick from, from, from that few years of not having enough food, enough water by the time she got home she was so sick she eventually passed, she eventually died the Prophet and his companions and his own family went through a lot of hardship and he had to leave all of that and migrate to Medina. And Allah said that because of all that sacrifice, Allah will forgive you, Allah will give you mercy. Allah says, Those who believed and migrated did hijrah. Those who struggled for God. And those who gave them refuge, the people of Medina that welcomed them, they are true believers. Allah is saying, people that make hijrah, for the sake of Allah, they leave something that's comfortable. They leave that for the sake of going somewhere, they can be a better person. They could be a better Muslim. They could build a better Muslim community. When they do that migration, when they do that hijrah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah will give them forgiveness. Allah will forgive them. Allah loves them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they are the true believers. So my question to you is, why am I talking about hijrah? Why am I talking about that journey? Can we get the reward of that journey with the Prophet? Can me and you get that reward of that journey with the Prophet? Can me and you be part of this verse that Allah is saying that those who migrate or take that journey, can you be part of, can we get that reward? Is there a way for me and you to get that reward? As we start the new Islamic year, this is Safar, the second month of the new Islamic year. As we think of that beginning of that hijrah of the Prophet 
we have an opportunity to start our own journey. Today, on Safar 16th, in the year 1443, we have, me and you, every, everybody that's sitting here, have an opportunity to take a journey like the Prophet ﷺ. But this journey is a little bit different. Some people came to the Prophet and said, oh my God, there's so much reward of doing hijrah. There's so much reward of journeying with the Prophet. There's so much reward of migrating. So we want that reward. We want to be mentioned in the Quran. So they came to the Prophet ﷺ. They said, oh Prophet of Allah, we came here to pledge that we're going to do hijrah with you. We're going to migrate with you. We're going, to, we're going to go and take that journey with you. And what did the Prophet say? He was already in Medina by that time. What did he say? The Prophet ﷺ, he said that there is no more hijrah in that sense, like migrating from Medina to Makkah. But the Prophet ﷺ said something very beautiful. The Prophet ﷺ said, Al-Muslimu man salima al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadihi. Al-Muhajiru man hajaru ma naha Allahu an. The Prophet said, a Muslim is the one whose tongue and their hands other Muslims are safe from their tongue and their hands. Who's a Muslim? What is the definition of Muslim, guys? Who's a Muslim? And the Prophet is defining the name who Muslim is. Thank you so much for everybody that's engaging and raising their hands. Thank you so much. And the Prophet said, a Muslim is the one whose tongue and hands other Muslims are safe from. And then he said, a muhajir, one who makes hijrah, that journey. You know who a muhajir is? You know who takes that new journey? The Prophet is saying is the one who leaves everything that Allah and the Messenger have prohibited. Everything that Allah and the Prophet have told you not to do. If you leave that and if you go towards what Allah loves, then you get the reward of also being part of that journey. So what is your hijrah? What is our journey today? What do we do today, guys? What we do is we go from our lower self to our higher self. What does our lower self look like? What does our lower self look like? Our lower self is our distractions. When we're distracted from Allah. Is all of you paying attention to the khutbah? Are all of you remembering Allah during khutbah? This khutbah is like salah. The khutbah is just like the first two rakah of duhr. It's replaced by the khutbah. So when you're distracted, when you give in to your desires, temptations, when you go do something that, is, that takes you away from Allah's pleasure, that's your lower self. That's your ego. That's where you have the influence of the shaitan and the ego. And we journey from our lower self to our higher self. And that is our hijrah. What did the Prophet say? That our hijrah is no more a physical hijrah that you go from this city to another city. It is about a spiritual hijrah. It is a hijrah of the heart. We take our heart away from things that distracts us and takes us away from Allah, and we bring our, ourselves back to the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bring ourselves back to where we have influence of, no more influence of shaitan or the ego, now we have the influence of Allah. We have the influence of the Prophet. We have the influence of the angels. When do you have influence of Allah? When you are, when you are reading the Quran, you're influenced by the mercy of Allah. When you are making dhikr, when, when you are praying your salah, when you visit the houses of Allah, 
When you come to good tree with the intention to learn so that you can please Allah. When you practice compassion. When you show up, show kindness to others. When you show humility to others. When you serve others for the sake of Allah. Then Allah's influence and His Rahmah and His mercy is on your heart. How do you get influenced by the Prophet? When can we be under the influence of the Prophet? When we love the Prophet. When we follow the character of the Prophet. When we show up with prophetic compassion in our heart and kindness for others. When we read the hadith of the sayings of the Prophet. When we listen to his stories. When we eat, when we dress, when we sleep. When we do everything we do in the way shown by the Prophet When are you under the influence of the angels, guys? When are you under the influence of the angels? That Sahaba, they came to the Prophet and said, last night I was reciting the Quran and all of a sudden I heard this thing. It was so close. It was so close to my house. It was like a cloud coming down to, my, to the roof of my house. And the Prophet told him that those were the angels that came down to listen to your Quran. When we do good deeds, when we have good character, the angels are with us. The Prophet said, show mercy to the people of this earth be kind to the people of this earth starts with your own parents starts with your own siblings then it starts with your own your peers your classmates in the classroom your teachers your neighbors when you show kindness and compassion to others on this earth prophet said that the people the inhabitants of the heavens the angels allah and the angels will have mercy you will be under their influence. So, what is our hijrah, guys? What is our journey? Our journey is journeying from our low, lower self to our higher self. Journeying from our, the ego and the shaitan towards Allah and the prophets and the angels. And if you do that journey, is that journey easy? Is that journey easy? No, you have to do jihad, you have to struggle. You have to struggle sometimes. That journey could be difficult. It could be difficult to give up things that you love that takes you away from Allah, but you love that. Maybe it's watching something too much. Maybe it's not praying and coming to your salah. Maybe it's listening to something that takes you away from Allah. Maybe it's friendship that don't remind you about Allah or, or praying your salah. Maybe it's reading things that are not teaching you about good character. Whatever it might be that doesn't bring you to your best self, giving that up is not easy. Is that easy? It's not easy. So, I want to end the khutbah by giving you three things that you can do. Three things for that hijrah. Three things for that journey. Three things so you can also have Allah's mercy. We can also have Allah's forgiveness. What are those three things? First thing is intention. The first is intention. In your heart, make that intention today that Allah... I am making intention that I will do that hijrah. I will make, make intention to go from my lower self to my higher self. I will go from habits that take me away from you to good habits that take me closer to you. Where are you right now? Where, where do you want to go? What does that best self look like? What does your best self look like? That's the first intention. Start with your intention. Write it down on a piece of paper. This is what I want to do that will take me to my best self. This is how I'm going to journey to my best self. Number two is 
Association. First one is intention, and the second is association. Who, do you, who, who, are, who are your buddies? Have a buddy, have a friend, and say, hey, we're going to pray together this year. And you check on me to make sure I'm making my five prayer, okay? I'm going to review my Quran every day. Make sure that we're helping each other on our review of the Quran. Okay? Have somebody that helps you. Have a teacher. Have a parent. Have your spouse. Have someone that helps you. Right? For, for our... Anyone that can help you on that journey. Just like the Prophet says, who did the Prophet have when he made the Hijrah from Makkah to Madinah? Who did he have? Who did he have? Abu Bakr radiallahu Who did Abu Bakr have? The Prophet they had, they were each other's companion. And the third thing, intention, create, make an intention, have a buddy to help you. And the third is, pay attention, focus on one thing that you can do to help, that will change you. Third one is attention, focus. So let's say, I'll end with this. Think about your one word resolution for this year. This new Hijri year, this new school year. Think about what is that one word, one thing I'll focus on this year. Okay? So I'll end with this. I'll end with this. I want you to think about this. What is that one thing that I will do this year that will change me and make me a better Muslim? I'll give you, I'll give you a story. A few years back, my dad, he started losing his vision. He started losing his vision. So, you know, my dad was someone that when I went to graduate school, my wife and I, my girls are little, they were, very, they were like maybe about three years old. My mom and dad, they took care of them. They went with us. They took care of our home. They took care of everything so that we could go and do our graduate school. So my dad was like someone I really, really depended on, meaning that he was someone that was always there for me. All of a sudden, he started losing his vision. And then we go to like one doctor and the, and the second doctor and the third doctor and he starts losing his vision. And then we try so many different things. We try surgeries, but he doesn't gain his vision back and slowly he loses all his vision. So that year, I was taking him to almost about six different doctors. And every week, I was in the doctor's office for hours and hours and hours. And all this while I was trying to also do my work and do other things in the family. So it was very difficult for me. It was very difficult first and foremost to see my dad going down. Also to not have any time to do anything else that I wanted to do. So in my heart, it was a very difficult time for me. I felt like I'm not sure if I'm really content, if I'm really happy. Do I really feel this peace or happiness in my heart? Do I remember Allah and feel His presence in my heart. It was a difficult time for me. So you know that year, what I, what I made intention? So it happened for a few months and then the new year started. And I said, this year, I'm going to focus on one word. One word. And I said, I will only focus on gratitude this year. Gratitude. What is the word? Gratitude. I will choose gratitude. Every, I'll not complain. I'll not even complain in my heart. I will not think any negative things about this experience. I'm just going to say Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, and just think, thank Allah for everything. On my ride to the doctor, I'll look around, look at the sky, look at the trees. When I'm sitting and waiting at the doctor's office, I'll make dhikr, I'll try to do something productive. I will say Alhamdulillah for everything. And I will try to think about Allah's blessing. Even when his eyes is not working, his ears are working, his hands are working. There are about a billion neurons in his head, in his brain that's working. 
There are about a trillion cells in his body that's working. All his organs are working. So I will, instead of focusing on what's not working, I'll focus on the billion other things in his body that's working. So what is that one word for me that year? Gratitude. Was that easy? Making that hijra, that journey from my complaining self, my impatient self, myself that, you know, felt like I was not able to concentrate in my salah, to my better self, to concentrate and to be content and to be happy and to be a better Muslim. Was it easy for me? It wasn't easy, but I kept going back to that one word. So before I end the khutbah, I want you for a second, just take a moment of silence. Just take a moment of silence and reflect. What is that one word for you this year? As we make that hijra in this new Islamic year to our best self, what is that one thing you'll focus on this year? So everybody just stop for a moment, take a few deep breaths, and just reflect on what is that one thing you will do that will make you a really good Muslim this year? Let's all do it together. Inshallah, ask Allah to bless you and guide you to do that one thing they thought about in your mind. Ask Allah to grant us tawfiq to do that, inshallah, and continue to work on that. Ameen. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu. Nasta'inu. Nasta'khfiru. نعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا قال الله تعالى بعد عوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله ملائكته يسلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد May Allah's peace and blessings choices blessings be upon our beloved Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم إن شاء الله as we end the khutbah Remembering that those who make hijrah, those who journey to Allah, they are the ones that leave what takes us away from Allah and goes closer to Allah. They leave everything that is influenced by shaitan or ego to their higher self where they are influenced by Allah and the angel and the Prophet And making intention of what is it that I'm going to do that will take me closer to Allah and make me do that hijrah. And making dua that Allah gives us tawfiq to focus on that one thing. Even if it's just one thing we can do this year to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah give you all the tawfiq insha'Allah. Let's make dua together. Allahumma rabbana la tuziq qulubana ba'da iza hadaytana wa hablana min ladunka rahmah. Ya hayu ya kayyum. Allahumma ya hayu ya kayyum bi rahmatika nastagheez. Aslihana sha'lana kulla. Wa la takilna ila anfusana tarfata'in. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا أذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك حبك حب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا يقربنا حبك يا حي يا كيوم اللهم نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك تحول وعافيتك فجاعة نقمتك وجميع سختك يا الله We ask you for all the blessings all the good that our beloved Prophet asked for in this world and the hereafter Ask your protection from all the evil that he has protection from, from you for this world and the hereafter. Ameen, ameen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Aqimi salah, inshaAllah.